In these days of staycations, it's quite easy to assume they're a new phenomenon. We tend to forget that before the big boom of package holidays in the 1960s, our holidays were spent at home. That might mean you went to somewhere like Blackpool or Torquay for a week if you were lucky. But more likely it was a day trip on a bus, train or by car to the seaside. Yep, just one day out of the six-week summer holes. I didn't realise I was living a permanent staycation. I lived on the holiday island of Jersey and as a child spent most of my life on the beach. My mum came from Stockport in the north of England, which was all hat factories, mills and smog. She married a Jerseyman and came to this island with its golden sands and mild climate. She loved to meet me from school to go to the beach just a few steps away. If I was lucky and her purse ran to it, I might spot the lion's made ice cream man on his bike and then I could have a wafer, which I had to share with whichever sibling had been born in the previous 18 months. I ran in and out of the sea carrying buckets of water for said sibling to knock over, with my mother living her best life through me. I played on and around, without any idea of what they represented, German gun emplacements which were left on many of the beaches after occupation of World War II. They're now tourist attractions and ironically the destination of choice for many German visitors. Saturday afternoons we would go to La Corbière where the strength of the Atlantic hammers the implacable rocks and the slipway goes down through rock pools and then leads up to a towering white lighthouse which has been the saviour of many sailing craft over the years. We kids would immediately scramble over the highest rocks and find a tiny sandy cove where we couldn't be seen by parents. We would pretend we were on our own and that it was just us against the sea. We'd build a gigantic sand fortress that we were sure would be strong enough to repel the tide this time. The adults never disturbed us in our secret cove. They would meet my father's four sisters who would bring cake, biscuits and flasks of tea. When we were hungry, we would climb back over the rocks and go for a splash about in the water on the slipway, where we would be watched over by the gimlet eyes of the aunties, who, by the way, we were not allowed to bother. It's their afternoon off, my father would say. They don't want children bothering them. Then we would take mum's fish paste sandwiches and go back to our lookout waiting for the tide to turn. Sometimes we had to go home before the tide came in, but it was okay. We trusted our fortress to stand up to the might of the incoming waves. On Sunday mornings, my father would take me and my brother John up to the sand dunes at St Juan. He wore his summer uniform of blazer and flannels with a cravat round his neck and sporting open-toed sandals with socks. Never would a pair of shorts pass his hips. He sat at the top of the dunes, smoked and read the Telegraph stocks and shares page, while John and I rolled over and over to the bottom, then staggered up and did it all again. We did this all morning, or until the stocks and shares were exhausted. Once my mother, our Margaret, had moved to Jersey, the extended family in Stockport decided they should start taking holidays to Jersey, much to my father's irritation. They had to be fed all summer, 
he said later. My grandmother was widowed young and used to bring a great aunt with her. Kindly, but no nonsense, they used to take me out to the bays for the day on the Sharabang. I loved it. It felt like my holiday too, and I would get two ice creams on those days, morning and afternoon. Their favourite bay was Bonnui Bay on the north of the island. I'll say that again, Bonnui Bay. Eee, Bonnie not Bay, ain't it lovely? My granny would gush when asked where they'd been. Great aunt would reply, lovely Nelly. My father was aghast at their pronunciation and my mother would escape into the kitchen giggling. However, it all came to an end when we moved to Kent in England. I was 10, hated it. Our staycation trips to Ramsgate or Hastings meant spending hours in the car, queuing for the coast 30 miles away, when I just wanted to be in my happy place again, living by the sea.